Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to the Sports Roundup here on the podcast. It's episode 135. Now, it's been a relatively quiet weekend of sport in the county, but we still have national championships, the sports awards and a couple of county finals to talk about, amongst other things. We're going to start off with boxing. And congratulations to Dean Clancy, who, although a Sligo man, fights out of the Sean McDermott's club in Manor Hamilton. And he added to his under-18, his senior championships earlier in the year. He has now added the elite championship and put himself in the frame for Tokyo 2020. An absolutely phenomenal achievement for Dean. I watched the fight on Friday evening and he gave it all and came out on the right side of a 4-1 split decision against Patrick Adamus in the final on Friday evening. He now is the elite champion. He has won every single event he could compete in this year. And he will, uh, I suppose at some stage, he's mentioned on the show last week, he will have to box off with the European champion, Kurt Walker, who didn't take part in this championship because of injury. Um, now, So we'll see how that li- lies over the coming weeks and months. But it will be between Dean and Kurt Walker for a place on the plane to Tokyo next year. Uh, obviously, the qualification will be an issue in that as well. Plenty of action in Gaelic games. We had a couple of county finals and a semi-final. Uh, semi-final under 15 level between Glencar Manor. They beat Melvin Gales on a scoreline of 4-11 to 2-5 to set up a final next weekend in Balnamore against the opposition of Gortletra. So that game will take place next weekend at under 20 level we'll be hearing a bit more about this game later on but st mary's won the county under 20 championship 211 to 13 points against a resolute fina side that just never quite seemed to know when they were beaten a four-point victory for st mary's in that game goals from oshin bohan and sam barnes the difference between those two sides we'll be hearing from oshin bohan jack barnes and mark diffley later in the programme, as well as the two managers, Bobby O'Rourke and Alan Doherty of St. Mary's. In the B grade, St. Bridget's were victorious, 18 points to 2-8 goals, not good enough there for St. Joseph's to keep them in that particular game. St. Bridget's winning out 18 points to 2-8. That's an amalgamation of Drumreilly, Ochsheelan and Ahawillan, uh, over an amalgamation of Ahavas and Carrigallan. So well done to St. Bridget's on that particular success. Also in the ladies' football, the last game of the season took place in the under-18 girls' shield final, and that was won by Glencar Manor 6-12 to 2-6 against Alan Gales. We'll be talking to their manager, Tommy Gallagher, as manager of Glencar Manor, later in the programme. We'll also be taking a look at rugby and soccer. Uh, on the rugby fields, mixed bag for the various teams in the region, Carrick on Shannon had a good win over Corinthians in their Junior 1C league clash, 25 points to 10, while Sligo's first team had a great victory away in the Connacht Senior Cup in semi-final against Galwegians, 31 points to 16, the result there in favour of the Sligo side. They now face Corinthians, All-Ireland League side, in the final of that competition the Saturday before Christmas Day. In Junior 1A, Sligo's second side were well beaten by a top-of-the-table performance from Connemara, who haven't been beaten in a long, long time. I think 17 games unbeaten at that Junior 1A level for Connemara. 43 points to 19. In terms of soccer, double excitement for the two Leitrim sides this weekend in the Sligo Leitrim League. In the Super League, 
Manor Rangers ran out victors 3-1 against St. John's despite going behind first in the first goal went to St. John's in the second half of the game but substitute Seamus Ryder another strike from Brian McDonald and another substitute Shane Walsh on the score sheet to give Manor Rangers a 3-1 victory. Carrick Town had home advantage but unfortunately had to travel to Sligo IT as the showgrounds was unavailable on Sunday morning and the Shane Byrne strike was the difference between them and Gurchin as they secure kind of a mid-table position in the Premier Division. Not too shabby from Carrick Town on their return to adult football. Two clean sheets in a row, two victories on the bounce. It's a nice bounce into the Christmas period for the Carrick and Shannon side. Now, let's have a look at some of the games in a little bit more detail. In Gaelic games, the under-20 A final between St. Mary's and FINA took place on Sunday afternoon. And I caught up with a couple of the St. Mary's players after their four-point victory on the day. We're going to hear from Oshin Bohan. Jack Barnes, who was the captain on the day, and Mark Diffley after their victory. Oshin Bohan, one of the goal scorers today. Must be nice to finally get your hands on the piece of silverware this season. Yeah, it's lovely to finish it off this year. We had a good year at the senior, but we didn't get any silverware, and it's nice to just get something to show for the year, you know. How do you think the game today went for you? Uh, it started off well, just started ticking the scoreboard and get going. Then Fina came into it strong, and we knew, we knew from the start they were going to be tough the whole way through. We just had to keep plugging away. Just, we got lucky enough to take two goals and that was the difference in the end. So, In terms of your own development, uh, you've been on the county teams the whole way up, but do you think you've maybe filled out a bit this year, become a bit stronger and actually be able to compete on a physical level as well as just skill? Oh yeah, definitely, sure. Like when you're in with the squads and you have your programmes or whatever, like you're building yourself up through the whole time and just even the step up with the senior this year got me more physical and ready for the bigger hits, so I was able to show it out there today with a just a bit stronger looking than usual. How nice is, the, is it to come back after having that period at senior level to come back and play with lads your own age? Oh, it's great. Like Even we had the uh, Connacht minor and didn't end too well for us, but still it was good to be back with your own age and playing with your friends along the whole, you've played with the whole way up. So it's good camaraderie with the lads. Does this make up for losing the senior quarterfinal earlier in the season? Uh, I think it does, yeah. I think it's a, a good win for us and we're just happy because this age we've never won anything before, but we just pushed on this year and we did, did the business in the end. Well, listen, congratulations today. Thanks very much. Mark Diffley, county champion, has a nice little ring to it. Hi. Well, for me personally, Oz, it's my first Division 1 title since ever, like, so it's personally special to me, but just any medal for some areas is a good medal to have, like. Under 20 is kind of a grade that people tend not to really pass much attention to until it's actually happening. How important was this team to you this year? Uh, well, over the last two years, we had a very young senior team, and we're just trying to use this as an embed to get all these players through because we had a good success underage. So the under-20 championship was targeted for us to try and transition lads from that next physicality level up. Like Eight or nine of these lads played county football this year at under-20 level. In terms of the, the benefit that was to this team, how much did you gain from being involved with that team? Uh, well, obviously it gained a lot. We, had, uh, we were very unlucky this year at the under-20s and uh, we thought we could have done a bit more, but we were trained hard all year and we could see even come match club session, even for senior club sessions, uh, we just lifted the level another bit. Like. In terms of next year, moving forward, this group, I think only Jack Burns is overage next year, so you'd hope to go and retain that under-20 championship, but also maybe push on in the senior championship. Quarter-finalists this year, do you think you can go further next year? Uh, well, that's always the aim. Like, hopefully, was we can go further. We probably didn't do ourselves a bit of justice this year. We probably should have done better. And look, we'll aim to next year, and we'll aim for this under twenty again next year. I said it's only one player over age next year. In terms of county football, under twenties coming back in, new management team in place. How do you think the season's going to go at under twenty level for for Leitrim? Will you be involved yourself? 
uh, well I hope to be anyways and uh, but even just from the two teams there I know there's an awful lot of senior female lads there that we've played with at count level all the way up and they're a good few of them are under 20 as well and St Bridget's had a good run in the Division 2 and they have a good few as well and we wasn't too many overage again this year for the under 20 county so we're aiming to go hard at it and look we think we have a great chance so we think we'll put up to any goal in my own no problem. Well listen Mark it's kind of hard to believe it's your first proper A Division 1 title in the county at any age grade but congratulations and nice to get that little monkey off your back I'm sure it won't be your last. No, hopefully there's many more to come. Jack Barnes captain of the St Mary's side that just won the A championship at under 21 level in the county you must be happy with that. Very happy with it. It's uh, we were told last night. It's been 1993 since the last time we won an under an under 20, under 21 championship, and it's just great to bring it back to the club now. That's before most of you, were, any of you, were born. You're all under 20. <laughs> yeah, all of us were born either from 99 to 2002 in that squad there today, and it's great to have it won now. And it's my first time ever beating Fina at underage level, and it's it's a great feeling. In terms of this squad, you're the only person overage next year, I believe. So uh, most of those lads will be back to defend it again next year. Yeah, I'm the only one that's overage this year. A few of my mates now decided not to play this year through work and injuries and other commitments. But yeah, the, nec- the next bunch of lads that are coming through are very dominant team, very great side, and I've grown up with them. Like they're gonna they're gonna smash it next year. Where does this leave the club for going into next season with this bunch of youngsters coming through? leaves us in a great spot especially for the seniors because we've we're gaining four or five new lads for each adult team like and it's just going to be there's going to there's going to be places there there's going to be places up for grabs next year and it's going to be it's going to be a good year it's going to be a very good year excellent congratulations today enjoy the celebrations and uh, the best of luck into the next season as well thank you ref and thank you very much we're also going to hear from the two managers of the two teams on the day alan doherty was excited to secure the first championship victory at this level for St Mary's in 26 years while Bobby O'Rourke talked about his disappointment on the day but how the future was looking bright after a tough year for Fina St Callians. Bobby O'Rourke disappointed today? Disappointed Breffney but you know fair play to Carrick you know they were the better team on the day and you know we hold our hands up you know well done to them. And uh, the two goals proved to be the, the difference in the end? That's right you know as we're saying goals win games in in the summer so they certainly win them in the winter and uh, you know they proved you know they proved the winning of it for Carrick and uh, fair play to them congratulations to them uh, Disappointing way to end the season but still on an uplifting note it's great to get to a final like that particularly with the year the club have had you've been appointed senior manager for next year what's the challenge that awaits you next year? Well that's it Breffney you know it's disappointing to end the year this way but you know as I said you know we're a small rural club we place a big emphasis on getting all the lads to play, you know, getting somebody out of every house to play, all the players we have, you know, teach them the skills, get the best out of them all and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back, we'll work hard, you know, we put a big emphasis on football and working hard and training, so we'll go back, we'll regroup, we're disappointed but, uh, you know, it's a tough battle out there but, you know, this team will be back, you know. In terms of next season, what's your ambitions uh, in terms of obviously Division 2 in the league, but you've managed to stay up in the senior championship, so what's the hope for next year? Well, the hope for next year is, is you know, we have a few young lads there, you know, we'll blood them in for next year, you know, we'll prepare for the league, Division 2 in the league, and uh, we'll, to be honest with you, Breffin, we'll take it one step at a time, you know, we're not looking, you know, we got relegated, you know, in the league, so... We know where we're about. It's about hard work and getting back to where we want to be. And, you know, that's where we'll place our emphasis. Hard luck today. Um, Disappointing, but I suppose nice to be here all the same. 
Ah, yeah, nice to be here, but, you know, finals are for winning, you know yourself. But, um, you know, this team, as I said, has won a good bit over the years, so, you know, maybe they know now what it means to have won all those championships all the way up, and you, just, you, you, don't, get them, you don't get them handed to you, and, you know, we'll refocus and we'll go back at it. Well, hard luck again. Thanks, Bethany. Alan Doherty, manager of St Mary's. Congratulations, County Under-20A champions. Yeah, um, thanks very much, Bethany. Um, delighted to get over the line. Um, good progression from last year. Um, brought in uh, six, seven new lads this year into the panel. Uh, most of them, three or four of them featured today. Um, you know, great stuff. Massive team performance. I thought. You know, like uh, Paul Kinney got man of the match, but th- there was there was talk there, or, or there was no reason why there wasn't five or six lads that could have got it. You know, there was a real good team performance. So fair play to them. They knew what they were about when they were going out. Very little from our side. It was just let them go out and let them express themselves, and I think they did that. You know, great game of football. Just delighted that we came out the right side of it. Man of the match on his 18th birthday. It's not a bad trick. <laughs> no, it's not. He'd be hard hell no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, in fairness to him, like he put in a massive shift. He's a, he's an absolute warrior out there. So he is, and he's a set of hands like I haven't seen this club in a long time. Like he can pull balls out of the sky. But um, look, credit to him. Like you know, he's not. It's not true. You know, it's not a fluke. Like that guy works extremely hard to get there. So you know, credit where credit is due. These boys do work hard. They're they're, they have a great work ethic about them. So, you know, it's a pleasure to manage these boys. Absolutely. The quarterfinal is a narrow victory over Mohull today. Uh, two goals, up the difference, uh, but only two scores, the difference in the game. The game you missed, big, massive margin. Does that say something? <laughs> yeah, Thomas Crow was trying to, I think he was trying to have a dig at me there about that, all right. But, um, yeah, no, <laughs> we, um, we, uh, I were wrong for the important ones. <laughs> I know that's not fair either, but, um, yeah, look, it, it's 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 just it's happy to get over the line because I tell you what, it didn't feel like there was two goals in that at any stage today. You know, they 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 were a fantastic team, like, and they have boys that are going to be playing county senior football probably next year, like. So, you know, it's just testament to our boys that how well they worked and how hard they worked to get over the line. Some people within the GA kind of look down on the under twenty grade, maybe don't give it the importance it deserves. How important is this to a club like Carrick, who who didn't take home any silverware at senior level this season? Look at first of all, it's a nice way to round up the year, you know. Um, there's a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into the club, and it's nice to give them a, a you know something to shout about this week or coming into the Christmas. Like, it is a bit late in the year for it, you know. Ideally, you want to be playing this in the nice part of the year, but I suppose you'll agree with me, Brett. That was great conditions out there. The pitch was in good shape. There was no rain, so it was actually good conditions considering it was November. So, like, we can't really complain. But in terms of the club, yeah, it's it's, it's a good one to win. Um, it's it's I actually had to go and ask when was the last time we won one. It's nineteen ninety three, like I didn't realise that it was twenty six years ago. So you know, like look, we won't know what could come out of it, but looking at other teams, other big teams across the country, under twenty one se- uh, seems to be important to them, so like why wouldn't it be important to us, you know, especially when we have teams like that to pull out that, you know? In terms of your own ambitions, you're the manager of a county championship winning team. Uh, Club AGM next week will we see you going for any positions? <laughs> no, you will not. <laughs> if I, I might take this one again, maybe if they'll have me. But uh, apart from that, no, I'd be keeping my uh, keeping my uh, powder dry. As the man says, not 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 at hope. No, no. Yeah, you go to the AGM, you get a job. That's the problem. <laughs> well, listen. Congratulations again today. No problem. Thanks very much, Brefney. Fair play. On Saturday afternoon in Leitrim Village, the ladies' football calendar came to a conclusion with the minor under-18 Shield final. Glencar Manor were the victors on the day, and they played a St. Bridget's side, which represents, I suppose, the regions of Ahawillan, Ochnashiel, and Andrum Riley. I'm joined by Tommy Gallagher, who was the, the coach of the Glencar Manor side. Tommy, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much, Griffin. 
you must be delighted to finish the season on, on such a high, bringing home some silverware to, to Manor Hamilton. Oh, we are, Brentley. Yeah. And it follows on a very successful two-week period where myself and the other coaches of Martin Johnston, Martina Brady and Deirdre Gaffley were also lucky enough to win the Under-16 uh, Championship final last week against Alan Gale. So it was a very good two-week period for us. In terms of this crop of players, they've had a lot of potential from, from very early on. I suppose it includes uh, the likes of Mern Devaney, Hannah Johnson, Leah Fox, who we've had on the show over the course of the last four or five months that we've been on air. Leah Fox was one of the captains, along with Shannon McGlone. It must be nice to see those young girls coming through the system and really beginning to excel on the, the county-wide level. Oh, it is. It is, briefly. You know, that's our whole... Um that's our, that's our whole aim, really, to bring players through from up to the academy level, the under eights, under ten, straight up to the uh, senior level. So it's great to see all the players coming through like that. We had a panel of 27 players yesterday available for us, which included under 14, under 16 and minor. That's a huge number for a, a rural club, essentially, uh, Glencar Manor. Even though they're based in a town, in the grand scheme of things, it is still a rural area. Where do you draw your players from, Tommy? Well, traditionally, they're, they're the two clubs, uh, Manor Hamilton and, and Glen Carr. And we also have some players that have uh, come into us from Glenfair and Kilty Clotter since there's no um, minor ladies team at that level. So it's basically uh, those areas, briefly. Four-point victory in the end, 2-10, 2-6. Your goal scorers, Elaine McManus, Anna Devaney, wouldn't be names that we would have heard on the show before. So nice to see some some new personalities emerging from within the squad. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. Uh, well, like every game, it's a team game. So uh, both goals came at the end of team plays. And we had actually, uh, looking at that, we had eight different goal scorers in that uh, 210 score. Point, uh, point scores. Uh, points, well, between points and goals, correct, yeah. Excellent, because nice to see a nice spread because I suppose from the outside looking in, those teams would appear to have been dominated by one or two or three players the whole way through. So eight different players on the score sheet, that's a huge uh, achievement. Yeah, well, like you say, Brefley, you know, it's definitely a team game. And our, like the first half went uh, our way and St. Bridges made a great comeback in the second half. But in the first half, the halftime scoreline was 261 point. So it was really our, our backs, the, the six backs we had there starting off, May McMorrow, Shannon McGlone, Roshan McManus, Sarah Brady, Eve McGrath, Hannah Gallagher. Um, they did a great job in the first half with Alva, Sheridan and Goals. So. And then our, our forward, we started off the game, actually, um, Richard Conlon in midfield started off the game with a first score, a point, followed by Anna Devaney after a very good team move. Ray Clancy in midfield scored. And then there was a great uh, individual goal by Elaine McManus, a turn uh, and a volley into the corner. Uh, Cueva Pryor then replied with St. Bridges with a point before further points from Emma Glone, Ray Clancy, a goal from Anna Devaney from a team move, and Leah Fox gave the halftime score 2-6-1. to Now, there was a, a wind uh, in, in the game, and when... Alan Halstead and Maeve Quinn got St. Bridges back in. They gave them an inspirational talk as they came out straight and had a real go at us. Um, the half-back, Kira McTeague, got a great individual goal for St. Bridges. She brought the, the ball from the half-back line through her midfield and, and back lines and slotted it into the corner. And then there was St. 
three more scores. Uh, and then another goal. So that brought it back to a two-point game. And uh, the game was really in the mix at that stage. And uh, what happened then was uh, Mern Devaney got a point for us. And then St. Bridget's had a real chance to tie it up with a goal. But our keeper, Alva Sheridan, just raced out from the line and stopped it. And they got a result in point from that. But it was still then just a two-point game. But we were able to get the next three scores, two more points from Mern Devaney and a good point from Emma, Emma McLaughlin. And um, at that stage, we had, a, I think it was a five-point lead in the game. And uh, St. Bridges got a, a score and then came a, a turning point in the game too. Literally, it was one minute into injury time. And Edel Shanley from St. Bridges midfield and Seaford Quinn, who had a very good game for them. Edel took a shot and it was a great save on, on the lines by Alva Sheridan again. So it was a really uh, close finish and, and it was a very good end, you know, a very competitive game. Like That's what Paul Rowley said when he presented us with the Shield. It was a very competitive game there and it's a good, good way to end the season. It's always nice to hear games and particularly finals being competitive and rather than one-sided. I suppose that the wind probably played a factor in, in terms of the, the half-time score and then the second half uh, progression of the game. But Tommy, listen, congratulations. It's been a phenomenal year for Glen Manor. It's nice to wrap it up with a, a trophy. I, I know you're still involved in the in the boys under 15 championship, which is ongoing and will be settled in the next week or so. But it must be nice to have uh, another bit of silverware for what has been the 50th anniversary and also, as of this weekend, the best club in the county across all the sports uh, from the Leitrim Sports Star Awards. It must be nice for everybody involved in the club, uh, coaching teams, running t- running administration behind the scenes or even just washing the kits down to uh, to get that kind of an acknowledgement from around the county. Oh, it was a great boost uh, last night yeah, from the Leitrim Sports Partnership to get that award and uh, it gave everybody a boost in the club. So, yeah, we're all delighted to, to get that and... Uh, Looking forward to the next season ahead now and good luck to the boys that are left still in the season. Well, listen, Tommy, thanks very much for joining us again and congratulations again on oh, the, the could, minor sorry, If I could just say, I'd just like to say um, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Manor Hamilton Credit Union, which gave us a, a set of jerseys this year and, and Phelan Garn and Garns who gave us <laughs> a bit of food after the match and, and John McManus for the first aid supplies throughout the year. So thanks, thanks very much, Griffin, for that. Absolutely. It's very much a community effort down there in Manor Hamilton, as it is everywhere around the county. Tommy, congratulations again on your victory on Saturday. Thanks, Griffin. Chat to you soon. Bye now. And finally, let's take a look back at the Sports Star Awards held in Lochrane Hotel on Saturday night. And the standard of nominee was absolutely through the roof. Some phenomenal achievements marked by some of the nominees across a range of sports on the night. The Hall of Fame was the only award that had been announced ahead of the event. And Mickey Martin, that Leitrim and St. Mary's hero from the 70s, 80s and 90s. A huge career in the green and gold of Leitrim and the white and blue of St. Mary's. And he was given the honour of being this year's inductee into the Hall of Fame, a well, well-deserved achievement. In terms of the other awards, I'm going to go run through the award winners really, really quickly. Juvenile Team of the Year went to Manor Hamilton Rangers under-16 side who won the Skechers Connacht FA Cup, while Alana McGuinness, the athlete from Muhl, took the sports individual junior category. 
in primary school teacher Adele McCartan of Dromila, she was the winner in the, that competition, while Anthony MacDonald of St. Clair's in Manor Hamilton took the secondary school teacher award. The sports individual senior saw Leitrim Hurler and Leitrim Gales footballer Colin Morton take home the honours there. The Hurlers also took the Team of the Year award, that's the senior Hurlers, while James Junior Hazlett of Drumcurran took Volunteer of the Year. In terms of special achievement, Flo Bio swim team, who swam the length of the Shannon, they were the victors in that particular competition, while Terry Highland was Coach of the Year. Glencar Manor, in their 50th year of existence, were recognised as the club of the year. There were some phenomenal achievements on the night, but the unsung hero of the year was shared between Francis Flynn and Mark McGowan. Congratulations to both Francis and Mark, who shared that unsung hero award on the night. The overall sports person of the year did go to a familiar face, Jared O'Donnell, a stellar year on the national and international stage for the 110 metre hurdler. Uh, it was a great night, lots of amazing people, th- those who I've listed and every single person nominated from professional sports right down to local heroes, volunteers, athletes and administrators and school teachers. A, a great night out as always and Jason Black, the guest speaker, absolutely inspiring from the stage as well. Congratulations to all the nominees and particularly the people who were recognised for their achievements as the winners in each category on the night. Delighted to say I'm joined by Eileen Maxwell of Flow Bio to talk about their victory in the Special Achievement Award. Eileen, welcome back to the show. It's been too long. Hello, Brefney. How are you? Yeah, it's a while now since we were chatting, is right. Tell us, just to remind us, give us a bit of a refresher on what exactly Flow Bio is and, and what you achieved this summer. Flow Bio was our charity swim from Dowra to Limerick, 245k that we done in the summertime in August. It took us 32 days, I think it was. It was nine days of uh, sitting admired in the water and then the other 20 whatever days, two days, we were able to swim. So it took us a week longer than what we had expected. But that was it. our swim and our two charities was Irish Cancer and a Lust for Life and Mental Health Charity. That's fantastic. And of course, you were joined on this particular adventure by your, your daughter, Heather, and a close friend, Tony McGlynn, all from Anna Duff. And uh, you managed to swim past the house in the first couple of days, a uh, little wave up to the, the rest of the family, although they were probably on the boat behind you. Remind us, I suppose, about the highs and lows that you went through on that course of that 245 kilometre swim. Well, I suppose the, the highs really was the, the first part of the swim, really. And... Um... The lowest point was Loch Derg, and um, I suppose that not to be too negative about the whole thing, we met some brilliant people on our journey, you know, from from um, Joe Clare there in Leithram Village, down to David Price, down to um, Pat Lizard. We had uh, Kirton Walsh here from Jamestown, and uh, we had Longford scuba divers. So we made great um, contacts and friends along the way, so we were... You know, that was great to meet all them. So that was the highest part of it and, and meeting the crowd in Limerick, the Master Swimming Club, that they swam in with us to Limerick. And of course, you mentioned the two charities already, A Lust for Life and the Irish Cancer Society. In terms of the, the benefit for those organisations, over €20,000 raised for both, or for, to be shared amongst both of the organisations. 
Yes, yes, we have our final, um, we got the blue tokens there in Tesco's. So we're meeting them tomorrow, getting our presentation from them. So we'll make the final presentation then to our two charities when we get all done and dusted then um, later on in a few weeks. So we'll have that done hopefully before Christmas. How does the uh, the night on Saturday night compare to the, the feeling of crossing that finish line in, in Limerick? Was there, were they comparable or... Was, I suppose it was a different setting. It was much drier. You weren't wearing a wetsuit this time around. <laughs> yes, we were joking at that this morning. We were in Ora this morning. We were saying we should have wore our wetsuits out to lock rain. But uh, no, it was coming into Limerick was really very emotional and, and I suppose um, a different feel of, of pride that uh, they are standing with my two daughters that one kayaked and one swam and my good friend Tony, there was a great sense of pride there. And last night standing on the stage, um, the emotion got a bit better than me and my my speech didn't quite um, deliver that the feeling of pride I had with standing with my daughter, uh, Heather that swam and Cora that kayaked the whole way and my good friend Tony that swam with us the whole way. So I was a very proud mammy standing on Loch Rin stage last night that um, what we achieved you know it's not too many mammies that can say that we swam the whole way to Limerick one daughter swimming with you and one that kayak so I'm looking forward to when I get into the nursing home that when I'm ranting and raving people will be thinking I'm gone in the head completely that I'll be saying I'm, I swam to Limerick with my two daughters but anyway <laughs> well, <laughs> it's I, a, it'll be a pride to be held for many a year when you say there aren't many mothers that can talk about it there are is only one mother because essentially you're the you're the group of you the three of you yourself Tony and Heather are the only women to ever have finished a swim of the length of the Shannon so it's a huge achievement congratulations to everything in terms of this the swim which we've obviously covered extensively on the show here to your success over the weekend in what was probably the most uh, competitive category on the night uh, the likes of Francis Flynn Mark McGowan they both shared the unsung hero award and Paul Brady and, and Carrie McDade also nominated in that category so um, phenomenal night uh, for everybody I suppose you're mixing with the, the great and the good elite from sport who who's your what was your highlight of the night in terms of the people you might have had a chat with over the course of the, the evening I, I really enjoyed um, the guest speaker, Jason Black. I thought he you could listen to him all night. He was absolutely, you know, astonishing what he went through and, and you know, the, the training to get himself ready for that uh, the events that he'd done, climbing Mount Everest and all his other challenges. That was, and even the video, the, the hair suits down in the back of your neck when you were watching him there trying to climb up through the snow and the wind effect through the sound system and everything you were nearly there with them but uh, i really enjoyed that bit of it now has it given you any ideas now that you swam the shannon or maybe heading to the the mountains everest or k2 no, <laughs> no definitely not briefly i'm not good at heights i suppose if if he- more i'd be the height if i if Heather can't see it from the kitchen window, it's not really going to be on the radar. Eileen, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Congratulations on all your success. It really has been a year that yourself, Heather, Cora, Tony, and of course, uh, your entire family are not going to forget in many, many years. So congratulations on your success again. That's lovely. Thanks very much, Brefney. Thank you. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be back tomorrow with 
faces and places from the launch of the Leitrim Guardian on Sunday afternoon. Talk to you then.